Welcome to Central Moments. I'm excited about now getting to the fourth chapter of Paul's really important letter to the Colossian church. He's going to start this chapter out by talking about prayer, and then he's going to go on to talk about the really important people in his life. And so I invite you to just journey with us this week as we walk through chapter 4. He begins in verse 2 by saying, devote yourselves to prayer. Devote yourself to prayer, being watchful and thankful. That word devote is a very strong verb. In the Greek, it, it, it actually means be strong. In other words, be strong in your commitment to prayer. It means to be diligent, to, to, um, to constantly be engaged in something. In other words, not just, well, if I have time, I'll pray, or, or yeah, it's one of about 100 priorities in my life. He's saying at the heart of a life that's attentive to Jesus, that's not putting all the pressure on us, but it's living out of an intimate relationship with Christ, empowered by God's Spirit. He said at the heart of this is going to be, and the fruit of this is going to be, a, a constant diligence in prayer. Because this is the source. Prayer is like breathing spiritually. It's, it's our life breath. It's, it's our staying in tune with God. It, it, it may be 15 minutes or an hour alone with God in the morning or at night, but it's also all day walking in the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. He said, just stay devoted to prayer. Stay persistent in prayer. Stay diligent in prayer. Just keep communicating with God. Keep attentive to the Lord. Uh, praying with your understanding. Uh, praying in other tongues. Just throughout the day and in your times alone with God as well. Keep devoted to prayer. Devote yourself to prayer. Those are great marching orders and they're not some kind of legalism. They're not just something to make us feel guilty because we probably don't do it enough. It, it, it's just saying, here's how you stay connected to the living God. And that's the art of it all. All spiritual disciplines are are not like, like tasks to be checked off. They're not brownie points from God. They're just doorways to the presence and strength of God. So he said, be devoted to prayer. And then he adds two interesting things. He said, in your devotion to prayer, stay watchful and stay thankful. Watchful and thankful. Watchfulness here means mental alertness. So we want to be aware of what's going on around us. Uh, we, we, we want to know how to pray. We want to have people in our lives who we can pray specifically for. We want to stay alert to what's going on in the lives of the people we love. Probably want to stay alert to the news. We probably want to stay alert to, to things we need to be praying for in our world. So stay mentally alert. That's watchful and thankful. You see, the problem with staying alert to what's going on around you is it can be very depressing at times. But he said we also need to be thankful because here's here's the thing about prayer. When we pray, the God we're praying to is greater than the size of anything we'll be praying about. I don't know what the dimension of the challenge is that you may be praying over, but I want to tell you that God outdimensions the size of our problems. And we that's why we start with praise. We don't start with problems. And and he said we need to be watchful, yes, but we mediate that, we we temper that with thankfulness so that we we don't come under the dominion of just all the problems around us but rather we stay in a place of faith, we stay in a place of confidence in the authority of Jesus' name. And he just adds on, just an aside, I want, I want to just mention this before we pray together, because I've had people as a pastor say, well, I, 
I feel guilty about praying for myself because God's got so many people to pray about or, or even asking other people to pray for me. I mean, who am I that I should ask other people? Well, Paul didn't have that problem. In fact, the next verse, he says, and pray for me too. <laughs> he says, pray for us too, that God may open a door for our message so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ for which I'm in chains. That means he's writing this, of course, from a prison, this letter. He said, I'm in chains for the mystery of Christ. Pray that I will proclaim it clearly as I should. So he's saying, pray that God opens doors for me. Pray that I'll be clear. Pray other places you'll say, pray for me that I'll have courage, that I'll be bold. And so I, I want you to get over any hesitance uh, to have other people pray for you. Uh, God tells us all to be devoted to prayer. And uh, thank God for that. And so don't hesitate to be alert and watchful to how other people need your prayers. But also don't get into this false humility, false guilt thing of not wanting to let other people know how to pray for you. Paul says, and pray for us too. So may we do all of that. Let's pray, in fact, ourselves. Father, keep us diligent in prayer. Keep us devoted to prayer. And help us to be watchful and thankful. Help us never come under the dominion of the problems we pray for, but help us always to see beyond those problems to your sufficiency. And my God, help us to know specifically how to pray for others. And uh, help us to have the courage to let other people know how they can cover our lives in prayer. And my God, we just pray that we, as your people, will live constantly devoted to prayer, all day, every day, just devoted to being in a nonstop conversation with you. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.